you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Fantasy Cantina. Whether you want blue milk, Rito gumbo, or fantasy football advice, we have you covered. You're listening to NFL Fantasy Live. Now, back to Elliot Harrison and Michael Fabiano. I just want you guys to know that I went to Barnes & Noble over the weekend. They had a Lego Millennium Falcon, and I was going to buy it from my buddy, thinking, oh, this is a cute gift, you know, funny, ha, huh? what is it going to be, like 40 50 bucks? $139! Are you kidding me? By the way, Adam Rank from NFL Fantasy Live is joining us. Adam uh, writes Pick 6 on our website, writes likes and dislikes on NFL.com, and... He's on the Dave Damashek podcast, which I've actually been a guest a couple times this year. It's been a while, but I'm a big fan of Dave Damashek podcast. Check that out sometimes. What's up, man? Hey, thanks for having me. Actually, they told me to be here, but no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I have to say this. When we talk about Star Wars lore, and I, I got this because if you sign up for the NFL.com playoff challenge, you can join my league. Mike Fabiano has his own league. I have mine, the Rank Amateurs. One guy came in, and his his team username is Bosk is greater than Boba Fett. And that is some <laughs> deep Star Wars knowledge. Wait a minute. i got to look that up. Because if you actually if you follow the stories, I think that's absolutely correct. I think Bosk is supposed to be considered the better, the superior bounty hunter, but obviously Boba oh, Fett. Oh, that's the brown guy. Yeah. Or, he's got oh, kind of the scale. He's, yeah, a, he's yeah. a reptile. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I go, you know what? That's a savvy call. I go, that's that's pretty sweet. Trained to Sean Bounty Hunter. I, I don't know if I said that right. I feel bad. I, you know, we our NFL.com playoff challenge, which, by the way, check it out, NFL.com slash playoff, playoff challenge. It's very, very cool. It's a great way to continue your fantasy season, and it's cumulative points. It's picking the guys that you think are going to advance the farthest, not just the best players at each position. Check it out. But my team name? For mm-hmm. playoff challenge was L's Bells. I, I just, L's Bells. I just, L's Bells. I could, could solid. Oh, why would you? Because uh, I like plantar smashiitis, but I didn't want to do the same thing. Harrison. I always go boring. I always go with ranks 11. 
Ranks 11. Yeah, there, what about the tanks? Solid. Ranks tanks. Nah, that's too obvious. You don't like that's that too... one? Let me you tell like you something. One, huh? It's the cantina, and... Call in. Call in. Serious. But wait, when you're talking about... Well, before I can't you can't even get the numbers out. Oh, so 888 xm fantasy But as you know, in the cantina, I'm going to ask you a question if you call in. And, Adam, I, I want to ask about something I know you're opinionated on. Right. You have very deep knowledge on because you and I have mm-hmm. discussed it before. Something yes. I've been wanting to do all season. We just never get to it. We always have to discuss Pierre Thomas's ankle or something, <laughs> and we can't get to it. I want to know what you guys think and what our callers think of Terminator 1 versus Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. Because you're on one side of the fence on this. I know where I fall, and I think I know where you guys fall. But, Adam, I'm going to defer to you first. T2 versus T1. Well, this is a complex issue because if you just look at the movies by themselves, standing alone by themselves, there's no doubt because T2, it's better visually. It's better with the effects and everything. But what you have to do when you're trying to determine which of these movies is the best is go back to where your mind was when the first Terminator came out. And I know for a lot of us, it might be because we were children, but that first Terminator was mind-blowing. The whole thing, Arnold Schwarzenegger was so scary, was so frightening, and you just didn't think that he could be stopped. And the whole thing, when you look at it in the, the emotions of all of that, Terminator 1 has to be considered the superior film for that reason. I agree. I think the most mind-blowing part of the movie for me was actually the data screens. That mm-hmm. he would go to when he would select, what's my appropriate response? What do I do here? I, I loved, loved that. And you mentioned Terminator 2. The most annoying character to me in Terminator 2, and I'm going to spin this fantasy, was Danny Cooksey. I'd like who, to see you do this. Who was go the ahead. little red-haired kid with the mullet that was always hanging out with John Connor on the back right. of the scooter. That kid ended up being the lead singer of like a hair metal band. Yeah. So I want to know. You know that? Who was the that. most annoying fantasy choice in the playoff challenge? Because for me, it's Isaac Redman. I mean, I don't know... If I can afford to sit this guy, I think he's a real sleeper. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy at all because the good thing, and this is one of the challenges of playing this game, is that you are pretty much picking who you think is going to be in the Super Bowl. That's how you want to arrange your team. These are the teams that I think can either go to the Super Bowl or are going to make a run. And when you have a team like the Steelers, the AFC to me is wide open. So when you have a team like the Steelers who are there at the number five seed, they can easily make a run to the Super Bowl. Then if you start pulling up things like Mike Wallace, you start picking up Isaac Redman, maybe even Ben Roethlisberger, there might be some better quarterback choices. But yeah, if you think the Steelers are going to make a long run in the playoffs, and I actually do, and it wouldn't surprise me if they were in the Super Bowl. So Isaac Redman, I've already, I've had it, I've had him and Mike Wallace on my team. Because the funny thing to consider is that everybody's like, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm going to take Jordy Nelson because you get double the points in the second round. Well, you know what, if you play Mike Wallace in round two, you get double the points and you get that first that round first game. Round. Yeah. I don't know how you pass that up. And just to explain the playoff challenge, it's on NFL.com. It's a great way to extend your fantasy season. What you're doing is picking the guys that you think are going to go the farthest. You play the, a, a guy in the wild card round, you get normal points. But if your guy, let's say it's Mike Wallace, advances in the second round, you get double the points in the divisional playoff. If he goes to the championship, Mike Wallace, you get triple the points. And the strategy is basically, do you play Aaron Rodgers in round one? Because you can. And we're going to talk about this a lot uh, during this hour, too, the uh, NFL Fantasy Playoff Challenge. Go to NFL.com slash fantasy and check it out. But if you play Aaron Rodgers in the first round, you get no points from him. But because you went out and took the risk on him in that first round, in the wild card round, you get double points in the divisional round, triple points in the conference round, and if the Packers get back to the Super Bowl, quadruple points. Aaron Rodgers was a beast 
in this game last year. And so were a lot of his Packers because teammates. Because he played. But he was a six, and they were coming in as a six seed. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So you got four rounds of production, and at the end of that end of that playoff run, you were getting quadruple points for Aaron Rodgers. And that, in the Super Bowl, and he exactly. had a pretty good game. So right. using Adam's example of the, of the Steelers, possibly the way things unfolding. So let's say you have Isaac Redman. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh goes to Denver. You've got Cincinnati, Houston. Houston wins that game. They go to Baltimore. Pittsburgh goes to New England. Mm-hmm. I like right. Isaac Redman. Against the Patriots. Against the Patriots I like yeah. anybody on the Steelers. That's where Mike that. Wallace is so huge. Exactly. Because if the yeah. Steelers play the Patriots, they're going to throw the ball a ton. They're going to have a huge scoring day. The Patriots, that defense, and it comes up every postseason. They make this great run in the regular season, and everybody thinks they're poised to strike and everything. Mm-hmm. Hey, they lose to the Jets last year. They lose to the Ravens two years ago. That game against the Ravens two years ago was a complete embarrassment. So I don't trust the oh, Patriots. Yeah, 2009. I, Ray yeah. Rice went for 65 yeah. on the... First play from Absolutely. scrimmage, I think. Absolutely. All right, guys. And it's, everybody kisses them in like they're this automatic team that's going to automatically represent the AFC. I don't buy it. Guys, let's go to our first caller. Russ in Las Vegas, welcome to the Fantasy Cantina, my friend. Pull up a booth and keep your lightsaber at the door. Hey, Russ, now before, I, I'm not, I have no idea. I'm flying on blinders here. I'm flying the, the Falcon with you know in an asteroid field with nothing to go on. But... I don't know what you're going to ask us, but I need to know Terminator 1, Terminator 2. What's the better movie? And why? Oh, man. I got got to say Terminator 2. Okay. How old are you, Russ? I'm 27. See, that's the problem. If you look at the movie, and I I don't even know if you saw the original Terminator because you're so far removed from it. Because when you look at it, the special effects are awful. That scene where the, the tank's going over the human skulls. Like, it's not a great scene visually, and I see somebody your age that is automatically going to say Terminator 2, because it's a fantastic movie, that, and, it, and it does so well with the whole, the first scene when Linda Hamilton sees Schwarzenegger, like that whole, like, I'm freaking mm-hmm. out, this guy's here to kill me, and Russ, I know I'm taking on you. Russ, where in Vegas are you? Oh, right now, I am uh, just kicking it on the east side of town. I'm actually nearby work. Uh, actually, actually, it kind of looks like like that Dantooine over here. I'm on the <laughs> mountain, believe it or not. That's where I'm in the desert here. So, uh, but yeah, actually, to go back really quick to before I ask my ask my question to you guys, and I appreciate yep. you taking my phone call. But mm-hmm. I do will I will say I do love the original movies when it comes to just about any movie. But I would have to say Godfather Two. Maybe Terminator Two. I think you guys have convinced me to go to Terminator One, but very rarely. Dark, you know, The Dark Knight. I want to say those type of rare movies. The second one's probably better than the first, but normally mm-hmm. you gotta always go with the first movie. Empire Strikes Back is another one. Well, that's part of a trilogy, yeah. so that doesn't count. It's a second oh, one. Yeah. It's part of a trilogy. It's <laughs> Come not. On. It was planned out as a trilogy. All right, Rank. Come on. Oh, so, what's yeah. your question, pal? I'm go sorry. Ahead. I know oh, Russ probably oh, yes. has like. I want to. I want to go hang out, Russ. I'm telling you, I I practically live part time in Las Vegas. Are you going to hang <laughs> oh, out with awesome. me at Benny's? Let's hang out at Benny's bullpen sometimes. We'll throw some back. We'll have a good time. But anyways, you got a fantasy question. I'm taking up too much of your time. Oh, hey, no problem. Man. Keep me on the line. I'll give you my number, man. I'll definitely kick it out here for sure. There you go. Greg's right got on. a new but friend. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but anyway, yes, I have. I'm um, already looking forward to the 2012 season. And in my league, we can have we can keep two players going to the next year. Um, my first keeper, for sure, I definitely want to keep Aaron Rodgers. But the mm-hmm. next, my, the second keeper, I'm debating between four players. Um, that would be AJ Green, uh, J- uh, J- Jimmy Graham. Um, let's see, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, and hopefully if his ankle heals up, DeMarco Murray. And wasn't sure. Want to get your guys' opinion? And I appreciate your phone call. Or appreciate your uh, appreciate your time. I should say that's 
Okay, and Russ, hit me up on Twitter, at Adam Rank. Are you on Twitter? Yes, sir, I am. All right, hit me up on Twitter, and then we'll we'll hook up there. Uh, but, you have an inter- but you have an interesting thing. Rodgers, I think, is the right call. A.J. Green is interesting because of the long term. What you want to do is start, I think, you start looking to the long term. If you're going to play a keeper league and you're going to be on this league in a long time, you want a guy like A.J. Green who will be your number one receiver for a long time. And who's developing a rapport with his quarterback. They're rookies together. Absolutely. DeMarco Murray's another fine play, but his injury history kind of scares me. But, guys, Jimmy Graham. Look at Jimmy Graham. Look at the tight end position. You don't get a lot of production out of there. And if you can lock in a guy like Jimmy Graham for, you know, for the next 10 years, I think that's the guy you got to go with. That's that's a, it's say. a tough call. It's a really tough call. I mean, Jimmy Graham, yeah, he's he's phenomenal. He's outscored a ton of wide receivers this year. Um, see, for me, running backs are just so few and far between. And I know DeMarco Murray is injury prone. And, and you're talking about Larry Fitzgerald, too. I, I'm going Larry Fitzgerald. That's my pick. I'd go Jimmy Graham. That's my pick. no explanation. I think that you can get <laughs> another. I think you can get another uh, top wide receiver when you're doing the re, when you're doing your draft or ask, or just go with the mm-hmm. or just go with the running back there. DeMarco Moore. That's the problem though. That's the reason why he dropped the in injury the draft. He, he, he's just not healthy, and now yeah, right. his first season, you can't just kind of be like, oh well, you know, I know he has injury concerns. Yeah, exactly. And look what happened to him this year. I yeah. go Jimmy Graham because finding a tight end of similar ilk to Jimmy Graham is ilk. almost impossible. There's only two other. Finding a wide receiver of similar ilk to A.J. Green is quite easy, yes. comparatively. So I think that's why I would go Jimmy Graham. And he's a young player, too. Just mm-hmm. like not quite as young as A.J. Green, but almost as young. By the way, what happened to our cantina music? It just Yeah, I know. It just... It, is the band taking a break what already? Happened? We didn't tell these that's guys that they could joke. take a break. That is... All right, what so happened? I, all right, so I want to... What's have, going on? Do they play cantina? anything else, though? Do we have another caller that's that's been waiting on us? We do not have another caller. Okay, so that I can I can just spend some yarn here on Terminator real quick. I agree with you, Adam. I think Terminator was mind-blowing if you're, say, 34 and over. And you were at least, say, eight years old when that movie... I think that movie came out in 83, 84, somewhere around there. <clears throat> what, I think term, what I think is so good about Terminator is it's raw. It's mm-hmm. raw. Almost the whole thing is at night. Other than a couple of little scenes, like when he goes to, to one of the Sarah Connor's house and he goes to the... Uh, the uh, arms store, you know, buys, right. which is a great scene, by the way, when he uh, buys the uh, rifle and the autoloader. <laughs> but uh, I didn't feel that rawness in T2. It reminded me of a rock band. It, re- it reminded me like Guns N' Roses Lies versus Use Your Illusion. You had this raw, cool acoustic sound, and I loved it. And then Use Your Illusion, everything sounded overproduced. Mm-hmm. To me, Terminator 2 was overproduced. And I love the special effects. I love them. But the other thing besides that is it's also missing Michael Bean. And I thought Michael Bean was the strongest character in the first one. Michael yeah. Bean played Reese, the guy that saved Sarah Connor, for those of you out there that don't recognize Oh, his can name. you give a spoiler alert, please? <laughs> Some poor kids can be uh, like, so wait, so if he doesn't have sex with his mom, then he never comes back in time. It's, <laughs> it's cyclical. <laughs> we, we've got another caller, guys. We've got Matt in Kansas City. Matt, can you help us out here and make some sense of this whole Terminator mess? Uh, you know, I'm 25. I, I was Terminator 2 growing up. That was my go-to. Yeah. Wow. John Connor, as a kid with the long bangs, didn't uh, didn't annoy you? It's just, I don't know his, why. Just the, the shooting and everything. I was Terminator 2 by far over Terminator 1. Too slow. His, John movie. Connor's haircut made me want the world to end. <laughs> well, I imagine John you have Connor a question. Terminator 3 wasn't much better. No, he was, he <laughs> yeah, was that's terrible. That's What's true. your question, man? 
So I have a fantasy keeper league. Um, I've kept Adrian Peterson, Arian Foster from last year. Uh, mm-hmm. This year I've done some trades, and I have Frank Gore and Andre Johnson on my team as well. So out of those four, and I keep two, should I just roll with AP and Arian Foster again? I don't think you can keep AP right now. I, I mean, hopefully you don't have to make this decision like tomorrow. But no. he just had, but he just had reconstructive knee surgery on Friday, and if you look at players who are coming off of such a surgery like that, I mean, it takes him a year to get back mental and physical confidence in that knee, and he is a violent physical runner. I, I'm, I don't know, but I mean, so I'm which not two keeping. Would you keep Andre Johnson? I'd probably keep the two Texans. I'd keep. Yeah, because he's healthy all the time. <laughs> I know, but at least he's Come not coming on, off a he's major 31. knee reconstruction. No, he never stays healthy. Arian Foster, and who is the other guy? B.D. Wells? Gore. Gore? Gore. You're going to keep Gore? Yeah, what are they going to do? They're going to turn the ball. They're going to like, hey, Alex Smith, throw the ball now. That's he's, not wait, happening. Wait, wait, wait. Gore, Gore's always hurt, too, though. He always gets He's going to be there in week one. He's going to be ready to play. Peterson. I have Peterson in a keeper league, too. I have a, I have a, I had a juggernaut, and this was my last push for it to be really good. Peterson was one of the linchpins. Now he's here. I don't even think I can keep him. All right, guys, we got another caller on the line. Ken in Virginia. What's up, Ken? How you guys What's doing going today? on, man? How you doing? Ken, Wonderful. T1 or T2, man? Say again? T1 or T2? Terminator, the, the original, or Terminator 2? You got to stick with the original. I'm an original type of guy, so I like there to you go. the first movie. Good for you. Good call, Ken. <laughs> I, like how Arnold's, I like how Arnold's hair, Ken, was... It was long on some scenes, and then he had the spiky, you know, the spiky cut, and there was never any continuity in the first movie. One second, it's right. long, and he's got that early '80s look, and then he had the spiky yeah. hair. Right. I'm just, I'm just saying. He got a haircut. He wanted to be stylish. <laughs> What's your question? <laughs> hey, um, well, I won our uh, the championship in the league this year for our group, and we're going to do the playoffs. Now mm-hmm. the rules were because I won the the, uh, the championship, I got a first round by automatically. I got the first pick in the draft, mm-hmm. and then through a scramble, I got the second pick as well. Jeez! So I'm looking to, I know I'm looking to pick up Drew Brees in the, as a first pick. But I'm, who would you guys recommend for a second pick? What kind of league is it? Is it a cumulative league? Is it a league where you? gain points per round or is it basically just once your guys get knocked out you're you can't replace them how does it work yeah the, the, the way the league is set up is you just play till you're done so i mean if i get if the saints get knocked out in the first round i'm dead meat but right then no calvin johnson <laughs> that rules him out. right right exactly so what team do you think is going to the super bowl well i'm a Steelers fan so i gotta say the Steelers on on the afc side so and, well, and i'll tell I you like, what the, I mean, I, my opinion, I love the Saints. Adam Rank is going to disagree with me. Elliot might disagree with me. But I think Drew Brees is a guy that you have to go after. The AFC is wide open. It's wide open. Yeah. It really is. Ray Rice would be my number two pick. What do you think, Adam? Number two? I like going with Isaac Redman. He's a Steelers fan. You're going to have a little bit of fun. And then if you you know what, if you know lose, just be like, oh, yeah, you lost in the playoffs, bro. I won the real league. You always have that caveat, Ken. I think if you're a Steelers fan and you want to roll with a Steeler, Mike Wallace would be my choice for you. Uh, I don't think he's going to be gangbusters in the wild card round, but I think they do beat Denver. I think they go to New England, who has the worst secondary in the league. Mike Wallace could destroy them. And then when you're playing the Ravens, I trust going up against the Ravens' corners more than I do against Haloti Nada. So I'd rather have Mike Wallace there. And if they make the Super Bowl, now you're talking about four rounds of Mike Wallace. Yeah, you've had four rounds of him. 
And you get to, you know, we talked at the very top of the show about playing fantasy. Do you play just to destroy everybody? Do you partially play for fun? If you're one of those people like me that likes to play for fun, you like to have guys on your own team. You're a Steelers fan. It's a lot more fun to root for your own team's guys. Yeah, but I'm a Cowboys fan, and so are you. I want to win. (laughs) Drew Brees and Ray Rice. stop it. This is why it's it's going to be a fan of nobody. Do you want to hang out? Let's do it. I want to give a super-duper sleeper. Can we do that next? Let's do that after the break. Uh, That that was a tease, as they say in the business. Appreciate that. NFL Fantasy Live Series 210 XM 87. We'll be back in a few. Too bad this isn't TV, because then you'd be able to see Elliot Harrison rocking the air drums right now. The man is a monster on the field. You are crazy. Unstoppable. How did they let him escape? Now, back to NFL Fantasy Live with Elliot Harrison and Michael Fabiano. And I should mention Adam Rank, our NFL Fantasy Live cohort on you know NFL what? Network. You know what's an underrated deal when you're when you're air banding? What's the that? bass. Nobody goes for the bass. <laughs> I like does. to rock the sweet bass. Whenever I air band, I just start working the fingers. I don't use a pick. I'm not Nikki Six. I'm more Steve Harris than Nikki Six. And I just sit there and work the bass. I like the bass line. I'm, I'm almost embarrassed to say it. Keep the Faith, Bon Jovi song, has a great little uh, yeah, uh, bass line at the, at the top of the song. We were talking a little Terminator in the cantina, and now we got to talk NFL We do, but I, I want to get our serious producer, We Rob. were talking NFL playoff challenge. I even teased in the previous break that I had the sleeper for you. And we're, we're going to get to that. I, I want to give our producer, Rob, from Sirius, his take. Mm-hmm. on Terminator. So, Rob, why don't you come on? Why don't you pipe in and settle this? What's the better movie? I'd have to go with Terminator 1, but I would take the soundtrack from Terminator 2. Oh, you could be mine. Solid, solid, great solid call right there. there. Great song. I, I, I don't it, disagree with any of that. I think it's a great call if Danny Cooksey and his Steve Buscell-esque mullet wasn't on the back of that bike <laughs> for you know with the song. Play. That's how they introduced the song. Remember he had it on his jam box? And he was on the back yeah. of, of uh, Connor's oh, no, little... I remember. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I, I love uh, the motorcycle scene in T2 where he's going through the... Uh, and he's getting chased by the uh, 18-wheeler. Yeah. That was that was a sweet scene. That's great. I just... The thing that bothers me about Terminator 2, like, when they, when they cast the movie, you're, you're like, you guys realize we want the humans to win. <laughs> and with this haircut, I don't. I'm like, maybe the machines have a point. <laughs> I think that they're... You know what? We should be eradicated. Well, let's hear your sleeper. I mean, you, you teased it. What, what is a tease again? You said we mentioned it tease. in the business. Yeah, in the business, we call this a tease. Here's what I'm doing, and it's completely funny because Playoff Eli, challenge. Eli Manning ruined my regular team, so I'm going to have the Giants ruin my playoff challenge team because for whatever reason, I'm now, I think I might have the Stockholm Syndrome because if you live in Southern California, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The Giants are on every week. Every the Giants might as well be our home team because their games are on regardless, and Joe Buck's always calling them. So this is probably why the the biggest reason we need the NFL to return to Los Angeles so we can get the Giants off our TV. Which that would be your team. Do you that hate would be more though the Jets because of Jason Smith or the Giants? Pre Jason Smith, it was all about <laughs> all about the Giants. Post Jason Smith, it's a wash. Oh, it's a wash. And Jason's you know, telling you you're Jason, number one from the other yeah, side. Thank Jason, you. what are you doing over I there? I am number buddy? one. So here's the thing, but that's the but the Giants. They're so interesting to me, and I know there's if you look up the statistics, five seeds don't traditionally do well, but. But they're the four seed, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but so here's the thing. Yeah, I'm thinking this out of my head. No, but the Giants. Here's the thing. And 
what we mentioned before, this this goes beyond normal fantasy where you're just picking the players because the strategy of having to pick a team who's going to advance far into the playoffs is a huge thing. And you don't want to pick the same players that everybody else is picking. Everybody's going to pick Jordy Nelson, Aaron Rodgers, or one of those guys. So if you look at the Giants, they're playing that first-round game. I think they have no problem beating the Falcons. Outside, not, not a problem at all. So they go to the second round and they play the Packers, and that's going to be an outdoor game. And the Giants lost to them earlier this year. But the good thing about the Giants is their front four can get pressure on the quarterback. And when you can get pressure on the quarterback with just your front your four, back end. exactly, and you can put more guys into coverage, that could help slow down the Packers. And if you're looking for a team that could possibly beat the Packers, I think the Giants and the 49ers have a better chance than the, than the Saints because the Saints don't play well at out, outside at all. So the Giants, and this just seems like one of those years where we're going to get a terrible Super Bowl. We're going to get the the Ravens versus the Giants. And you're going to be like, okay, this is awesome. Not really. And I see the Giants making a little bit of a run. The receivers for them are so great. Eli Manning does things that, and I know, Elliot, this is one of your points of of consternation. Eli Manning makes the worst decisions and always gets away with them. Oh man! You tell me, you tell me that throw Sunday night. That little, first of all, the pirouette he did. I think he learned from Tony Romo. <laughs> then he launches the ball down the not field, looking, not, not looking, looking at Tony, all. And Victor Cruz catches the ball. He gets position on Orlando Scandrick. Great play by Cruz. Yes, Tony Romo makes that throw. He gets vilified. And and to your point on playing at Lambeau for the Giants, to quote one of my indirect mentors in this business, John Madden, the Packers make you play the whole field. They will mm-hmm. take shots on you. Uh, Aaron Rodgers can throw the deep out. He can throw it vertically. They go vertical to Jordy Nelson all the time. He'll roll out, and he'll throw vertical. You need numbers back there. Mm -hmm. You have numbers back there, to your point, if you can get pressure with just four guys or maybe sending an extra guy. But if you've got to send six and seven guys half the times, the Packers are in a format, they kill you because somebody's going to be running free. They're just trying to identify a mismatch. By the way, if you're, if, if you're out there listening, <laughs> I was just about to say, and I, you don't hear Fabs yeah, talking. Yeah, rank is taking over. Well, it's because you've also been a busy bee doing something over here for the last 10 years. No, I'm not. I'm what just, are you setting up over there on your computer? You look, look, you look so maniacal. No, no, I'm good. I, I was just looking at the weather forecast for New Jersey on Sunday when the That's Giants not all you were Falcons. doing over there. Why? That's all I'm doing. No, because my email has what? been blowing up. Yeah, that's because people are on Twitter. Now they're following you on Twitter, and that's what happens, dude. Because you, you set up an account. Yes, for I me. did. Because it's the you know it's it's 2012 here, brother. Uh, mostly oh, wait, cloudy, 44 degrees with potential rain. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if weather's going to have a huge factor. If it's 44 degrees in January in New York, that's that's not bad. Being from uh, the East Coast myself, that's not bad at all. So. To talk a little bit more about the playoff challenge, though, but it, again, what's up? But the playoff challenge, is anybody considering picking up Matt Ryan at all? Like, has he entered your mind like, oh, that No, might be because thing. Drew Brees no. is out there, and yeah. Aaron Rodgers is out there. That's the thing. Um, again, the, the, real, the real thing that, that will win you this, this game, and again, you can win uh, a trip to Super Bowl 47 in New Orleans next year, if, if you're the big dog in terms of points, is... You want to pick the players who will be the most productive, who are going to last the longest. So, again, I mentioned earlier Aaron Rodgers was a star in this game last year because he went four rounds. Uh, in 2008, the Arizona Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald, Kurt Warner, they were stars in this game because they went four rounds. I think since 2000 there have been, and Elliot, you probably know this better than I would, eight, seven teams that have played in the wild card round that have made it to the Super Bowl. I believe there's been seven since 2000. Well, the Ravens, the Ravens did it in 2000. Right. Those they, are, they, mm-hmm. they got it started. Those are the teams... 
that you want to try to predict how well they're going to do. Uh, and really, this game is different than any other game in that Calvin Johnson is the number one player in fantasy football when it comes to wide receivers, guys. I think we can all agree on that. But in this game, I'd rather start Marcus Colston. Colston has been on fire. Elliot and I talked about that over the last four or five weeks. He's been catching passes like crazy. Lance Moore's banged up, may not play. And Colston could get you points in just more than one round. So if you're convinced that the Lions are not going to win this weekend, Calvin Johnson is not that great of a play because you lose the opportunity to get double points and triple points going forward. And I think if Jim Harbaugh was playing the playoff challenge, he would not pick Calvin Johnson. Because he came out today in an interview and they said, hey, who are you preparing for? He goes, the Saints. I'm not really concerned about the Lions. Wow. No, I'm He's not He's so great. I'm He's so hilarious. Like, that's great. I love. I hate coach speak and the, hey, you know what? Hey, you know, anything can happen in the play. Nope. He's just like, nah, I'm not even, Does anybody, I don't even bother watching film on the Lions. Do I don't care. Do either of you guys think the Lions are going to win this game? No. no. So let's let's help people out out there in uh, this NFL playoff challenge game. Cincinnati, Houston. Who's the winner? Houston, Houston. Okay, I'm going to go Cincinnati. Denver and Pittsburgh. Who's Pitts- going to win? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. I agree with Pittsburgh. Atlanta Giants. 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 I'm going to Atlanta, and it's not because I'm bitter about the Cowboys. Well, maybe a little. Are, are you sure? Maybe a little. Uh, Lions. Saints. 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 So we're at least we're gave me two. Saints. So, Saints and Steelers. Now, Adam talked about how he likes the Steelers, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Oh, wait, that. I didn't Elliot. get about my sleeper yet. After our break, <laughs> well, that's what they call a tease in the business, that's what they call right, Adam? And that's what they call milking another segment out yes, of these guys. That's right. We do need a break. By the way, uh, Fabs was right. There have been seven wild card teams. Just wrote them down. The 2000 Ravens, 2003 Panthers, Steelers in 05, who won the Super Bowl, just like the Ravens did. That's Colts, a six scene. Colts in 06 who won as a wild card, the Giants in 07, who won as a wild card, the Cardinals in 08, and the Packers last year, who won as go. a wild card. Sirius 210 XM 87, it is time for your Fantasy Fix. First and goal at the 10. Manning out of the gun, back to throw. He looks left, now looks right, he has all day. Hits Bradshaw at the 5, Bradshaw to the goal line, touchdown Giants! If you like the NFL, you're going to like NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. What do you think of that, Adam? Well, first of all, I like ZZ Top, but why are you giving away my sleeper? (laughs) I've been waiting, I've been teasing this gold for two segments now, and now I can't even... Okay, yeah, there it is. My sleeper, Ahmad Bradshaw, because as I was saying, the Giants could make a huge run, but... You don't want to. You don't want to trust Eli Man. Believe me, I went through that nonsense during my regular season team. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, this is Adam Rank, who's taken over the show. You can follow me at Adam Rank. I'm running the thing now. Although my sleeper was taken, Ahmad Bradshaw. What do you say, guys? The Giants. Now you don't like it. Now Mike said no, in the last segment he didn't like, like the, the. He likes the Falcons to win this week. Elliot likes the Giants this week, but the Giants. What do you think? Well, I like. Your Ahmad Bradshaw pick for a couple of reasons. Number one, he's the number one running option for the Giants. I don't know why I said number one twice. I love being done <laughs> it. Number two. You're just making a point. There is a dearth 
of good tailbacks that are going to get you touches in mm-hmm. the league right now, including in the playoffs. We just saw Mark Ingram go out. He's not going to be playing the Lions. It's always a conundrum what to do there. Who knows who's going to get the carries in Denver, and I don't really care. What are they going to do against Steelers front seven? You've got Isaac Redman, who's a backup playing. New England, who knows what's going to happen in the playoffs with those guys. Ray Rice is really your only sure bet. Arian Foster has a very tough matchup. So when you talk about Eli versus Ahmad Bradshaw, is Eli a better point producer? Yes. Are there a lot better options than Eli Manning? Absolutely. Are there a lot better options than Ahmad Bradshaw? No. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not when you're considering playing guys like Isaac Redman, who do you be taking a chance on? Even a guy who's as automatic as you would imagine as Frank Gore, because the 49ers have no other offensive options. Still not a complete slam dunk because there could be now if you're of the ilk of Michael Fabiano who thinks the Saints are going to go up and beat the 49ers in the second round of the playoffs then if you you've waited for Frank Gore he gets you 53 yards and no touchdowns in that first game yeah but Bradshaw and if you're like me and if you're like Elliot who believe the Giants are going to win you're going to get the first round points from a lot Bradshaw I should have it's going to be a tough game because the Falcons are pretty good against the run very but, good against the run but he, catches, but he catches the ball out of the backfield which is good and then the second round if he's playing the Packers and you got the Packers defense now you're talking now you get double the points in a great matchup why I like it, it. why Couple. wouldn't you start Ray Rice over all these guys I'll get double points from Ray Rice in the division around. You get you, you get, get two running backs number one, and I can't believe you're taking a break from setting up my Twitter account. Well, no, I'm Dude. just letting you guys talk. Oh, thanks, man. no, no that's, that's very nice. But no, but they play the Texans. Wait, the thing that I want to know play is the Texans when, in the second when round. When did Elliot Harrison and I get to do this on the Dave Damashek football program? You've been invited. You've been on the show. Twice. Well, why not? Well, listen, my name's not even on that show. Why are you looking at me? I we have no pull know. there. Me and Elliot listen, wanna know. I want to know when I'm going to get my name on that show. Well, for I our, finally got a theme song. You do. But that's it. For our listeners out there, again, NFL.com slash playoff challenge. Check it out. It really is a cool game. If you're disappointed that your fantasy season's over, it gives you a chance to enter in something competitive and fun with your friends uh, to the point of Ahmad Bradshaw. You're playing the Packers. Let's assume they beat the Falcons. You, In theory, you want to limit Aaron Rodgers or slow down that offense. You limit them by running clock and mm-hmm. limit, limiting the number of possessions. You know, yes. Aaron Rodgers can't, just mathematically, be as productive in 8 to 10 possessions as he can in 12 to 14. You do that by running the football and staying in bounds. The other thing is, and I'm not saying that the Giants need to scale back. They have a pretty formidable offense themselves. Right. But another thing, I wrote an article on NFL.com about Pro Bowl snubs and also guys that made the Pro Bowl that didn't deserve it. One of the guys I had that didn't deserve it was B.J. Raji. The guy right. is so famous for having a pick six in last year's NFC Championship game off of Caleb Haney. No way. The guy's not a Pro Bowler in my book. His big butt's been moved out of the way plenty. Packers linebackers are so-so at best. Clay Matthews is not a force against the run. Forget the play you saw in the Super Bowl. is an isolated incident. He's not a force against the run. There's no reason Ahmad Bradshaw can't get you at least 80 in a touch. At least. And that's a 14-point game. That's a decent game. He could get a oh, lot better than 80. That's 28 points because you would have played him in two rounds, and now you're getting double the points of those guys. That's a, that's a great point. Which I is a huge thing. And that's one of the biggest things is that people, you know what, we've talked about this so much on Fantasy Life. One of the big things we said all year, don't get cute, don't overthink things. And a lot of people are going to do that. I do like a nice mix and match. I'll take some guys who are going to play in the second round. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll reserve a receiver spot for Jordy Nelson because that seems like a pretty good gamble right there. Fine. 
But you still need to sprinkle in enough first-round players who have the potential of playing all of those rounds, going all the way, and, and getting you the double, the triple, the quadruple points. Don't do it with the Lions, because I think we're pretty pretty set that it's not going to happen for them. Don't do it with Tim Tebow. Don't play him. I don't think they're going to be going through four rounds. But find these teams that have the chance. Play a handicapper for a second. Play a, a little bit of a prognostication, because a lot of times, and this is the current NFL. This isn't years ago where you said, you know what, Dallas and San Francisco are going to the NFC Championship game, and there's no other team that can challenge them. No, anybody could go. I mean, if the Packers lost that first game, it would not surprise me. Nope. If the 49ers lost, it would not surprise me. If the 49ers knocked off the Packers in the championship game, not surprising. There's not going to be a lot of things that you can count on. Like This is automatically going to happen, except for Denver losing. Well, one of the weird things about the league, and, and I'll throw myself under the bus as an analyst here that I got wrong this year, is I thought no team would really go better than 11-5 and five or 12-4 and four this year. Because, you did. Because of parity. You know, Paul Tagliabue's dream has come true. But what we've gotten now, Adam, and what, what you're speaking to is we don't have the dominant team anymore, you know, that goes years and years and years. of As, as you said, Dallas-San Francisco played in 92, 93, 94. You knew who was going to win that game was going to win the Super Bowl. Right. But we still have the dominant records. Mm-hmm. So you'll get a team to go 15-1 and one or 14-2, and two, and then another team but then might possibly, go. But possibly not. Like the, like the Chargers when they went 14-2 and two under Schottenheimer in his last year. Exactly, 2006. Yeah, absolutely. Patriots went 16 and 0, and they they got beat in the championship or in the uh, in, in the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. It's Did you like it better though? I mean, like, and if you take it back even farther, and I know if we're going to lose all these kids who think Terminator Two is better than Terminator One, they're surely not going to realize this. But in the 70s, it was pretty automatic. Your AFC it was coming down to the Raiders, the Dolphins, and the Steelers. Your NFC was coming down to the Rams, the Cowboys, and the Vikings. Some of that part of that seems better to me because you have these dominant teams playing it out. But then if you watch Major League Baseball and you know it's the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Angels, the Cardinals, and all those teams every year, then it's not as exciting. I, I agree, and, and, and to me, you also lose the the cool factor of the doormat becoming good because back mm-hmm. in the seventies and eighties, when a doormat became good, it was really special. Yes, because it happened so infrequently. Now. You take the 12 teams that made the playoffs last year, and you're probably going to have six new teams yeah. every single year. You have that constant rotation. And I think to spin this back fantasy, that's what makes doing the playoff challenge so interesting is that you can, as Adam's saying, make an educated risk and take an Ahmad Bradshaw so as to beat that guy that's just automatically going to take, say, Ray Rice. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, that's the fun way to do it. And it's a way to get involved, and it's a way to, to keep it going because when the fantasy season was over in week 16, I was so bitter. I was like, you know what? I'm so sick of this. I don't want to even think about fantasy. But now I'm fired up. Now I'm ready to go. I can't wait for the games this weekend because they're all going to be competitive. They're going to be close, except for Denver. But, you know, and then you have this challenge, and everybody who has signed up for my league that the uh, rank amateurs on NFL Playoff Challenge, it's going to be fun. And seeing this, and I'm taking a risk, and I'm sticking my neck out for the Giants, and it feels dirty. Like I said, I have Stockholm Syndrome. I see the Giants too much. I'm relating to them too, way too much. So we've got about one minute here before we're going to break. So if we did an all-risk team that could get you high reward, let's go position by position. Uh, Isaac Redman, Isaac Bradshaw Redman. on yes. the backs. How about quarterback? An all-risk pick. Well, if you want to, if you want to, to me that's Drew Brees because he's going to be playing. Pick, because though? he's playing in the first round. He's not. He's going to be on the road. 
it, for at least two games. Well, it, no, not, not but a lot of people will be taking Brees. Who's somebody that you could take as a sleeper? That's a huge risk, but could conceivably play three rounds at least. And Matt Ryan, huge points. Well, Matt I don't Ryan think Matt Ryan. Now Matt Ryan has yet to step up. That playoff game last Could year Andy at Dalton home. Be that guy. Red Dalton, not ready. Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, if he had the mobility, I like him, and I know we talked about it before. I like him, and I would, you know, I think the Steelers are probably going to go to the Super Bowl. If I had to pick somebody, that's who I'd pick. But his mobility is limited, and it's the high ankle sprain. And now it looked like they came out with a report today that he had a setback against the Browns. If he can't scramble, he's not as good because he's good when he's extending the play. So I don't Eli. Like there I would you go. say Eli. Eli Manning. That would be mine. Like if the Giants went to All the right. Super Bowl, it would not surprise me. Wide receivers. Let's put Colson and let's put you know what Jordy Nelson Mike to Wallace? the side. Yeah, I'm talking guys that most people won't be rolling with. Mike Wallace, I think, is a good one. Could you go AJ Green? AJ Green's a nice spot. Which Giants guy would you want? Would you want Victor Cruz or would you want Hakeem Nix? I'd go Hakeem Nix. No, it's got to be Cruz. I'd go Nix because Cruz to me is going to have a bullseye on him. In my Cruz opinion. Cruz has had a bullseye on him like, That's a good this point. whole second half of the season. Hey, we're talking about taking some risks. That's who I'd roll my yeah. dice with. I mean, Akeem Nix, we poo poo the guy. What do you have, 1,100 yards receiving? Yeah, year? he still had a great season. It seems like he doesn't, he doesn't do a dance, he doesn't have a salsa dance. If he had a salsa dance, we'd probably we'd be like, "Oh, this guy's great." And by the way, did NBC pipe in music for Victor Reed Cruz's yes, touchdown, did. or was that in the stadium? No, they, I think NBC piped that in. By the way, I, we should mention Jason Smith, who's in the other room, NFL fantasy He's just taking host. shots at us right now. He is, but he had a good suggestion. If you want to take a risk and pick a guy that other people won't pick, take Aaron Hernandez as your tight end. We have to break. We'll be back in a couple. NFL fantasy live series two ten XM eighty seven. NFL Fantasy Live brings you all the access and information from the NFL Network right to your radio on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Here are your hosts, Elliot Harrison and Michael Fabiano. NFL Fantasy Live, Series 210, XM87. We join you every Wednesday at 12 Pacific till 2 p.m. Pacific. And we're pleased to have Jason Smith from NFL Fantasy Live on NFL Network in here with us. And you're I, pleased. You're pleased. And I just want to say here, at... Kale Ferguson, who suggested that we play Sweet F.A., which that just was, Sweet F.A. And Jason Smith, welcome to the show, my oh, friend. Oh, you guys are ripping me for saying how much you hate the Jets now because I'm it. a Jet fan. You while I'm right you. next door and see you saying this, and you don't say, hey, come on in and talk. I feel like I'm the brother that doesn't get how invited rude, to stuff. How rude that they didn't invite you in. Ah, oh, that's unbelievable. I was sitting here fighting for you. <laughs> yes, you were. I don't yeah. know if you could see that when you were sitting out behind the glass. I was fighting for you. Yes, yeah, you were. I said, yes. bring in Jason Smith. Yes, because I just said I just uh, tweeted that guy that picture out, guys. If you guys want to see a hilarious picture of Jason Smith oh, and Adam again. Rank that we took on Sunday after the Miami Dolphins dispatched of the New York Jets, check it out. Uh, Michael underscore Fabiano on Twitter. Well, speaking of Twitter, uh, I've never been on Twitter. I'm like the only guy at the NFL that's been now reluctant. Now you are Fabs, and now when you're on air, <laughs> it'll say at. Harrison underscore NFL. So, and I sent a tweet out. You already got over 200 followers. So here's what I'm going to say. Guys, I have no idea how Twitter works. If you want to send, what did they send you? A shout out? I don't, I don't even know. A tweet? Wow. They're already tweet. making fun of you out here. Right, They're saying I, that uh, they I'll respond, but just keep in mind, I'm completely user. Wait a minute. Do, 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 hey, do you want to sound like you're 65 or 70 years old? I'm I don't sorry. get this newfangled Twitter technology. I don't I don't, I don't. don't get that. By the I way, making, making fun of Harrison's hair, that's my gag. So you guys on Twitter, you stop it. You let me do that. 
Take him. Yeah, don't be that guy. Don't be the curmudgeon. Well, enga- you know what it would be like? I'm going to engage like my you're... followers. I'm going to do it. You're not going to outgage your followers <laughs> like I do. <laughs> I am Mr. I am Mr. Follower engagement. Although Jason Smith does a nice job too. Well, you know, you know, you know, Elliot is Elliot is that the local news guy who's doing the story, and he says, and police found a, uh, I believe it's a water bong. I'm not really sure what that is. Uh, that <laughs> found that as, as part of the uh, paraphernalia when they raided the house. Well, Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. Uh, uh, He's unfrozen fantasy yeah. analyst. <laughs> well, this All new right. technology. You're Brendan Fraser right. from Casino Man. He's he was frozen in 1950. He's like, I'm gonna draft Otto Graham. Does he still wear number 60? Oh. All right, good, hey, Wait, good if, call. If, good, if, that was if, deep knowledge. And this right is here. something George that you to kicks extra points. Do I get points for the touchdown passes? And the right. take Paul. Oh, no, no, no. Can I play Paul the kicker Horner and a quarterback? I you can also have this. some fun with this too. Listen, because. Elliot, and I've said this a million times on the show in the 17, 18 weeks that we've been on, that this guy is an unbelievable savant when it comes to the NFL. Well, thank so you, Michael. So what you should do, <laughs> Elliot, you're a savant with comedy. Elliot Harrison is a savant oh, when it comes debatable. to the NFL. Stop it. Whoa. I think tonight when I'm headlining at the Old World Theater in Huffington Beach at 8 o'clock, and He's also tickets, a savant when it comes to self-promotion. They'll say. Uh, that's a different way of Elliot, I'm, go out I'm there a savant and send out. Nice. Send out. Questions right. I, on Twitter? I, I, well, to I do have a question. I have a it's question all, right now. It's a great way to respond for all to of the you things. that are listening out there. Or By the way, are... before you do that, um, <laughs> is there any way? No, this is serious. Let's do another hour. Can we do that? Like, no. what? I don't know who serious has on us. after. Let's do a third hour. Right, two minutes. Got, two got, minutes. What's we got, that? We got two minutes left here. Uh, actually, this is for all the people that are now. I guess following – what's my Twitter handle? It's Harrison. Harrison underscore NFL. Right, I'm going to own this thing, but I have a question for you two, Jason okay. and Adam, because I know you are both big fans of the history of the game. Adam loves the old school. He just dropped Otto Graham's number. And Jason's been following the Jets since what, 78? Oh, no, 74. All right, you two. And for all of you out there listening, I want we've been talking about the, the playoff challenge mm-hmm. and trying to follow a wild card team. Pick a guy on a wild card team that you think can make the Super Bowl so you can get single, double, triple, quadruple points. Can you guys name me the first wild card team in NFL history to win the Super Bowl? Don't be ridiculous. It was the Oakland Raiders. Jim Plunkett was the MVP. I was hosting a show at center field <laughs> in Huntington Beach. <laughs> Swear to God. It was a Raiders Monday night game. And I asked the question because they're like, hey, you know, because I'm hosting this thing because I'm going to do a show after the game. But during the breaks, I was sitting there asking trivia questions. The first one, who is the Raiders linebacker who had three interceptions in Super Rod Bowl Martin. 15? Nobody, Nobody knew. knew. Rod Martin? No Raiders fan. Illustrated. No Raiders fan knew. Wow. They all okay. had to Google it. Now, can you guys tell me the first wildcard team to make the Super Bowl? Would have been the Cowboys in was it Super Bowl ten? Oh, that long ago? That is correct. 10? Is it Cowboys that in is Super correct. Bowl ten? Okay. And if you go pre merger, I think the sixty nine Chiefs were technically a wild Technic- card. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, check yeah, well, out. that's how the AFL did it. Hey, guys, right. one, one last time before we get out of here, though. NFL.com, playoff, playoff challenge. Fantasy challenge. Check it out. Go to NFL.com slash playoff challenge. You can play against me. The league number is 21029. Jump on that. You play can also against play the rank amateurs. Adam Rank. The guy who will be at the Bray Improv on January 19th. This is the Adam last Devine. time you're doing this show. This is unbelievable. <laughs> and if you want to complain about Fabiano, uh, me on Twitter at How About a Fresca. And I'll if- take all your Fabiano complaints. NFL Fantasy Live every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Pacific, Series 210 XM 87. Thanks a lot, guys. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, 
your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.